Hello everybody and welcome back to the Crafty Crew Podcast. My name is Kinger, aka Big Juicy. Big Juicy. <laughs> Big Juicy. And I'm joined as always by Mark. Good evening. By Nally. Well. And by Walshy. Dia Dwitch more meh. What? Yeah. Oh, I, I got it. Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it was, yeah. But did you get call- the rest of it? He called them Big Juicy. I did. I even translated Big Juicy to Irish. <laughs> I, I think you translated also, it wrong, though, didn't you? There's a good chance of it because when I tried to, when I looked up the Juicy, there's like seven different versions of Juicy. Nah. So I went with the one that was the easier to pronounce. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure, and Nally's a Gwail Gore here, he'll correct me. Shouldn't more be after? No? Yeah. Yeah. How would I know that? How many years oh, did yeah. you do Irish in school? Two. Uh, well, I was borderline foundation Irish as well, so it has to count for something. Uh, lads, before before we get on to um, this week's, uh, I use the term beers uh, loosely because it's a cider and a beer. Uh, we all had a great night last Saturday night at the Midlands Beer Festival. Uh, how did you get on? Yeah, apparently so. Um, I think it was good. <laughs> Those uh, those those uh, half pints for a token were were very liberal half pints. Yeah, they um, were liberal, weren't they? They were. Yeah, yeah. very course. liberal. And uh, then when I was going to ask you the similar about it, lads, I was going to ask you which out of all the beers you had on the night was your beer at the festival, I suppose. Motorboat for me. Motorboat, which is yeah. This strawberry cream ale from Dead Center. Was it raspberry? Oh, sorry, raspberry cream ale. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, for me, it has to be the Here We Are Stout from Dead Center. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, one of the nicest drinks, alcoholic drinks I've ever had. Like, absolutely gorgeous. I think that's the right name, is it? Here here We Are Now? I think, yeah, I'm nearly yeah. certain it's that. But um, if they if they can that shit, I'd be buying a six-pack every weekend. Like, um, <laughs> I, I do have to say, non, it's not alcoholic, but massive shout-out to Nitro Grounds and their kombucha which I tried, which was absolutely delicious. Picked up a growler of it for myself. And if anyone sees their stuff anywhere, please give it a try because it's really lovely. I um, This might surprise you. I fell in love with 200 Fathoms from Goa Bay. Oh. Absolutely, absolutely savage. Unbelievable. Lovely. Yeah, it's a lovely, lovely stout solid. Yeah, it's quality. Yeah. Yeah, um, for me, mine, mine, mine was the same as Mark's. Um, here we are. That was on real so it was um i have to give a shout out though to rye river brewing who had some really good their little banging uh session ipa was uh was really good along with yeah. their coastal ipa they had some really nice beers that they had um plus they loved my t-shirt so they you know they're good people um but uh yeah no that uh that that stout dead center had i think it was 7.2 or something that was ridiculous and the half pints they were pouring of that oh by jesus did you feel them after a while <laughs> <laughs> also uh, great, good shout out to the, the boys Bishops Love Sci-Fi I mean fair play to the boys some live music boys that was class yeah and doing the live stream as well was very very well done yeah yeah so all in all a decent day out I have to say that my A my voice still hasn't recovered and B my head still hasn't, hasn't recovered I'm, I've, I've been in recovery <laughs> since And uh, but if it was on if, if it was on again next Saturday I would wholeheartedly be there again um, yeah uh, okay, look, uh, let's get on with this week's episode. So we are heading to Monaghan and Armagh this week. And I, I, I have a feeling Nally might have been bluffing me earlier, but do you want to tell us about um, Brehen and Monaghan, Nally? Yeah. Kinger, if I had had the thought and foresight to bluff you, I really would have. <laughs> <laughs> However, I'm still recovering as well, and that has not crossed yeah. my mind. <laughs> so, so... Brehan is a brewery from Monaghan. They were set up by uh, Sean McMahon. He's had his... Uh, it's a farm that's been in his family for generations and generations. And, um, you know, he just wanted... It's a dairy farm. And they just wanted to try something different and increase the you know productivity of the homestead. So while the craft beer industry in Ireland was taking off, he got a couple of the outbuildings converted into breweries. or Yeah, into, into breweries with fermenters and everything put into it. Um, and what he did was he went out and they found uh, they went out and got a master brewer to look after it. So this guy called Julio Diana, he's from Sao Paulo in Brazil, and uh, 
according to it, his favourite beers are both uh, Nung IPAs and Kettle Sours. So, you know, between yourself, Big Juicy and Walshy, you'd have a fairly good time with him. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he's apparently your man's a qualified engineer and he's won a heap of awards for different things. Um, Sean, Seamus McMahon, not Sean, Seamus McMahon is the fo- founder of the brewery. Um, so farm's been in the house for 100 years. According to the website, Seamus has over 40 years of experience in farming and has provided milk for Bailey's since open brackets, insert year, close brackets. So they've definitely just got someone to do the definitely just got someone to do the website and ask for one or two bits of information and Brilliant. the boys were like, No hi, no, we're not doing that. And uh, just decided, no, fuck it, we're not doing it. But uh, yeah, with that experience he's uh he's got you know, he's got a good background in business and he's got a lot of ties to to people around the around the area. So they've they've done pretty well. They've got a good few beers out now. Uh, they've got everything from IPAs out to stouts. Uh, they've got a nice red, Kalani red. It's a nice beer, so it is. Um, and they have, they had one out recently, which was a stout. Um, it was Mark. You might remember the name of it as well. I think it's Smoke and Mirrors. Um, it's a barrel aged stout. It's savage beer, so it is. If anyone can get their hands on it, it's really nice. Um, really good beer. The Kalani Red, I'm a big fan of it. It's uh it's it's light enough, but it's just a solid beer on a you know warm day, sessionable and the whole lot so it is, so it's good beer. And then um I haven't really had many of their other beers. I've had their Brehem Blonde. Uh I think it's Stony Grey or something is the other one they have. Stony it's named Grey. after yeah, it's named after a poem by um Jesus Shames Heaney. Um it's named after one of his poems, so you know, getting a close connection to it there. The name uh, for the Breton Brewhouse, the Breton itself, it comes from, according to the story now, which I think is a good story, so I'm going to tell it anyway. It comes from the old Breton laws that used to govern Ireland when you were, you know, when you were, um, if you were brewing beer or whatever, you were allowed to brew beer for your family. So it was a big tradition that was kept alive around the country. Um, so I think it's a good story. You know, Breton Brewhouse come from the Breton laws, but that's, you know. It's a good story, but nice. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of what I have. I am looking forward to trying this beer, though. So the name of the beer we have today is Imagine, and it is a New England Pale Ale. Um, we we'll get more into it, I suppose, when we get to the beer. But uh, it looks pretty good. Um, they've gone through a whole redesign only recently enough of their uh, their cans, their artwork for the bottles and cans. So we can get onto that more when we get to it. But um, yeah, I think it's definitely a marked improvement than what it was. It used to be just a plain label uh you know uh brew you know brew when they kind of started out before they got the new urban jungle series they were just like a green label or a yellow label with just brew and whatever the type of beer was so it was similar enough as far as i know for brand brewers so yeah definitely yeah. they put effort into the redesign so it looks pretty good yeah they're they're just because dope dipper is one of the nicest dippers i've had actually as well oh yeah. i haven't had that Cool. Walshy, uh, have you remembered to find us a nice fact about Monaghan or have you just made, made, made one up? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Similar to last week, we you know we were like one doing one cider against one beer. So I was just going to go, they make beer, they're good in my books. But it was a bit boring and I was trying to get a bit of inspiration off this can and trying to come up with something to imagine. And I was reading the can and it says, uh, can you imagine living on a dairy farm not milking? liking milk or owning a brewery and not liking beer well imagine my lovely wife she's a wild woman but when she gets a drop of cider in her she's full of big ideas her mind will wander and next thing you know she'll be saying can you imagine this beer is for her even though she won't drink it it's a cool little story so what I've summarized in that while she is not only have you completely given up on doing any sort of preparation for this podcast you're trying to hide behind it by reading cans. So you're not only trying to not do your own story, but also Bogart Brehan Brewhouse's lovely story. We have often read off information, on, and I never said it was my own. Lads, lads, we need to get this lad back in line because it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> Mark, sure, bring us on up to Arma and uh, tell us about uh, McIver's. <clears throat> yeah, well, um, McIver's Cider, probably one of the more common craft ciders around Ireland. Like I've started seeing it down here in Dublin in my local Dunn stores and stuff now. So, you know, it's it's fairly big. Um obviously the Orchard County, Armagh, we had to we had to do a cider. Um oh, yeah. you know. 
It wasn't that this was our only option. We promise. Even though it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's kind of got a really deep history. So the, the farm was established in 1855. It's an apple farm. Well, I guess it's an apple farm. They don't say they farm or anything else. But they say they've, uh, they farm over 100 acres of prime Arma orchard. So it's massive. So they make culinary apples, cider apples, dessert apples. And while mainly they use the cider apples for cider and the other apples for, you know, other purposes, they do combine culinary apples and desert apples, dessert apples, sorry, in with cider apples um, to make some of their ciders. So there you have like the traditional dry cider, the medium cider, which is what we're trying today. And they have a couple of like more unusual ciders, uh, a couple of seasonal ones um, as well. So they have a kind of a cool page on their website, which kind of talks you through what you should consider with a cider when you're pairing it with food, um, which is good. The 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 um, They say it's named after uh, the grandmother of uh, Greg McNeese, who's the guy who runs it now. So his his grandmother was Annie McIver. Um, it's in the townland of Ardress in Armagh, which I googled. There's like ninety people there. It's like a tiny little out of the way country hamlet, you know. But uh, you know, you know, I find out the truth about all these northern county stories, and um, <laughs> I did my research on this. So I put my ear to the ground, asked my couple of informants from Armagh, why is it really called MacIvers? You know, Jesus, go easy with that word when you're talking with the north counties, will you? Yeah. With what, MacIvers? <laughs> Informants. Informants. Informants, yeah. Yeah, maybe not the best choice of words. <laughs> Especially what I'm about to say next. Oh, no. So it's, oh, so much it's, in, it's in the second highest um, unionist voting um, region in Northern Ireland. Okay? That's not a controversial statement. That's a fact. Check the last election. Okay. Okay? So it's... obviously, you know... They are supporting of the UK and the, you know, you know, the union with England, whatever. That's grand. So their head of government would be the prime minister, ultimately. Although they do have Stormont, you know, that's sometimes there and sometimes not. But the prime minister <laughs> would be would be the head of that. So, you know, they wanted, you know, one of the biggest shows in uh, in Northern Ireland, people might not notice, but it's Stargate SG-1. I don't know if you guys knew that. But it is. It's like really popular. And one of the reasons it's really popular is that the two episodes that Ireland are mentioned in Stargate SG-1, the uh, the head of Ireland is mentioned as the prime minister. That's what they call him. Oh. Yeah. So so obviously, Easy. you know, who's the star of SG-1? It's Richard Dean Anderson. You know, massive actor in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. But what was he most famous for? Oh, no. I wanted to make this link. No. He was most famous for MacGyver. And that's why MacGyver. they just, they just Irished up <laughs> MacGyver. That's all they did in honor of Richard Dean Anderson's role in Stargate, where Ireland was referred to as having a prime minister, therefore inferring that we were back under British rule. So yeah, that's the real, <laughs> the real, uh, the real story behind their name. Are you making, are you making up stories again, Mark? Yeah. Uh, prove me wrong, Niall King. Prove me wrong. <laughs> 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 um, I don't think I'll have to because I'm going to ask Walshy to do it now and I'm not sure he'll top it uh, probably not but as Mark brings up MacGyver he was always known for kind of grabbing little bits and making shit up on the fly and how he turns around is like you know what I'll make this time fucking cider think he would have thrown something better than that together fucking anything <laughs> It's, it's You're going to have to let this go. It's, it's no, I won't let it go. You're going to have to let it go. It's probably the longest of all the gadgets he made, considering it would have taken him between, you know, four to eight weeks to get it in the bottle. Yeah, yeah. so he had time to change his mind and come to some sense. <laughs> that was probably the... Was that the worst ever MacGyver episode while you're just slowly watching MacGyver, you know, monitor a, a brewing process? No, the minute, the, minute cider. He said, the minute he said cider, it turned it off. Okay. Before I'm left editing this absolute nonsense until two o'clock in the morning, let's move on to our first. Uh, uh, are we going to have a beer or a cider first? Oh actually? no, we're, we're cider, I suppose. Yeah, definitely get the cider, cider out of the way. Okay. I mean, a lovely New England IPA. Yeah, absolutely. Get the cider yeah. done first, open, I reckon. So. I do like the sound of a good bottle opener. To be fair, though. Ah, yeah. Bottle beer is pretty good stuff. 
And and the noise when it clinks off the glass is always satisfying. I know. Mm, there's a lovely strong apple smell off of this when you crack it open. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty sweet smell as well. It's not very vinegary, which is always a plus in my books. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like when cider goes too far down the tart kind of line and it gets too vinegary, you know. Gets. I prefer that sweet, sweet smell. Yeah, it can get a bit like white wine sometimes, can't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not a big fan of that. That's um, that's a very, very light coloured cider now, isn't it? Very light, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking the same. It's lovely It's almost clear. like a... Very clear. It's, like yeah, it's almost like, yeah, like a lager or like a, like some kind of fruit cider. You know what I mean? Not 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 an apple cider. Like some kind of you know elderflower yeah. and lime or yes. something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's gone so light. There's zero head as you expect from a cider. You don't really expect head. Nope. Like maybe maybe when you first pour it in, but there's not. Yeah, there's there's very little. Like, yeah. Um, the carbonation. It's not. From from looking at it, it doesn't look like it's going to be super fizzy, but it could be. Like looking at it's it, you not, can barely think I, it's I can... like obviously outside of carbonation. Right? Yeah, that looks very like a white wine. It is quite winey. Yeah. It, it is. Looking. Yeah, it, it is, is very very winey looking. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's that's for a different podcast, I think. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> so to move us on to uh, the kind of mouthfeel of it, it's it's got quite a light mouthfeel for the carbonation. Um, it's not like the explosion that you kind of get with a lot of ciders where it's very fizzy and very dry. Um, medium, it is a medium cider and I guess that fits this well. It is quite medium mouthfeel. Yeah, I'd agree with you 100% there, Mark. I think um, it doesn't coat your mouth too much either. It's just kind of enough no. um, because it's so kind of light. <coughs> like this is only, I think it's a 4% or 4.5, is it? 4.5, Four yeah. 4.5% cider, so it's not... It's not overly strong, so it doesn't need to be washed away or anything. So that carbonation is pretty light. Um, and it just gives you a small bit of a coating on the mouth, which, you know, I'm okay with for this. It's not It's not like it's oily or anything like we've described some other ones as before. This one's kind of okay. Um, um, just something I forgot to mention about McIver's. They um, age all their ciders for six months before they ship them out to be sold. So I guess the aging okay. process probably mellows out some of the harsher flavors a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that's exactly what it is. It's kind of like um, there's I, I'm pretty sure there's tannins in cider the same way there's tannins in wine. So as it ages, the tannins kind of mellow out and it becomes you know those tannins are the things that give you the headaches and stuff like that, and they're some yeah. of the harsher flavors in like red wine and stuff. But as they mellow out, like that's you know it kind of dies down. And it's more subtle, which is better in my opinion. Mm. It doesn't have what what was the cider we had last week? Scots. Uh medium dry. Scots, yeah. So yeah. I, I just I, I, I say it every time we have a cider and I Nally you uh, um you agreed agreed with me last week about this kind of dusty kind of smell you get off some ciders. I'm not getting it on this one. Like I, and the, it's the, the taste is much cleaner than most ciders that I would have had b- before this. Like it's a it's it's um it's very Moorish. Like you, I could, I could drink that, a lot of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I was kind of looking into it a bit the last time. I think some of the kind of dustiness is. Have you ever had uh, like an apple? If an apple's been, you've had a bite out of an apple. Say, someone's giving you a phone call or something, and you haven't had it for a while, and it's just sitting there in the air. Mm. And then if you bite into it again, you get that kind of almost dusty kind of texture yeah. off the apple <clears> as well. <throat> so I'm wondering because this is super clear. I'm wondering if this has been filtered more than some other ciders because that might be what that dustiness okay. is. It might be the apple juice, you know, any remnants of the apple okay. juice that's sitting in the cider itself, giving you that kind yes. of texture. Whereas this is that makes sense from looking at it, it's super clear. Like so, I wonder if that's yeah. after getting those proteins out or something. Yeah, you said it, Kinger, and clean is a very good word to describe this because it's like yeah, light, definitely. it's tasty, doesn't really stick around too much. But it's like not harsh or abrasive on the mouthfeel. Like clean is like mm. what you get with it. Yeah, Walshy, I'm more than interested to know uh, <laughs> what you're thinking about this so far. I'm, I'm actually disappointed that oh. I'm not going to berate it because of the cider. <laughs> uh, but I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, it's a million times better than what we had last week for me. Anyway, I know you enjoyed last week's. Um, maybe it's because it doesn't. It's not overly bitter. It's not. 
I know you even said last week it wasn't overly vinegary, but there was that taste that I just that especially that at the beginning I didn't like about the other one. I don't get you get that small bit of a very mi- minuscule vinegary ishness to it at the beginning, but it's not it's not overpowering at all, and it's just like you've said, it's clean, it's light, it's smooth. Um, yeah, I like it. Now look, would I drink a load of them? Probably not. Would I have two or three? Maybe. I don't know. But as ciders go, it's probably one of one of the nicer ones for me. So I really wanted to give out about it. I really, really <laughs> did. I feel like I feel like um, I think you've mentioned them before, Walsh, as well. Like the the likes of the Alskas and the the other like fruit ciders that that, that you've um, enjoyed. This seems to be much more like them uh, in terms of a style. I know they're not apple or whatever, but like. They would be a much clearer drink as well. I think your your problem might be kind of the the cloudier ciders. Would say could be, yeah, yeah, no, definitely seems to be going in that direction. All right, um, mm. even even Alska's Copperberg, even like I know Copperberg's a bit of a stretch, but them ones I'd only have one because they are for me anyway super sweet, and it's a bit much. Whereas this isn't. It's just it's a nice clean. You get that apple. But it's, you know, it's smooth. It's light. Yeah. It's it's easy. It's just very easy drink. I'm finding so far, and to be honest, yeah, I'd actually probably finish this bottle. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, yeah, getting onto the flavor real quick. It's it's kind of sweet, not overly so. Um, you know, it's nowhere near sickly or anything like that. It's pretty. I think we said it about the last one as well. It's kind of subtle more than anything else. It's kind of restrained in its flavors. It doesn't try and kick you in the face with anything. It just says, "Here's a bit of a." No, here's a bit of an apple flavor. Do with it what you will. It's pretty decent. Yeah. Not going to be overcarbonated or anything. It's just, it's just solid. Uh, yeah, I think that's now compared to last week. Even that's a cider that I would happily sit out on a sunny day and have a couple of bottles of that. I think I'd oh, be easy. very happy having that. Like that's, you know, it's not, it's not super gassy like some ciders you get where you're just full after a few of them, and it's not stupidly sickly sweet like some of the other ones as well. It's kind of a happy medium, I think, and just kind of mm. restrained or subtle, like in the way it is. It's it's pretty good oh, for me. Happy, a happy medium, he says. Well done. Yeah, you got yeah, that you in got there. there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I think if it was I think if this was any more um, carbonated, like you were saying earlier, it, it it wouldn't be as nice. I think across the board, subtlety is key with this. Like it's it's just. It's just nice on everything. It's not trying to kind of push one aspect of it too much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think if it was if it was more carbonated, as you say, it would be a kind of more of a, an aggressive drink. Um, it yeah. would be more refreshing in a, in one way, and that would be fizzier or whatever. But especially with with those high carbonation ciders, they lose some of it towards the end. So they kind of change a bit as you're drinking them. And what happens yeah. is, while they're lovely and refreshing at the start. <clears throat> Towards the end, when the carbonation dies off, the sweetness kind of takes over and the sweetness is too much. But with this, because it's all subtle across the board, even though the carbonation does die off a bit, there's not so much sweetness there that you're not still enjoying it at the end. Yeah, 100% Mark. And I think it is that kind of, uh, it's it's the fact that those higher carbonated ones, as they die down and they're just left with sickly kind of sweetness, it's, it's overpowering the sweetness for some of them. This is just so subtle the whole way the whole way through. It's uh yeah, it's a pretty 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 good cider in my opinion. But uh, yeah, we'll see how it gets on, I suppose. So the um the rating system, the crafty rating system, as always, starts with unbeer unbeerable. Jeez, I'm I'm getting confused. I haven't I haven't. Do you know what it is? I haven't done it myself in so long that I've actually forgotten. So uh, unbeerable. Then it goes booze. Booze. Uh, middle of the road is. Middle of the road is just beer, and then we have Brutiful, and then the much coveted and much sought after Unbeer Leavable. So, um, let's, Walshie, do you know what? You, 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 you kick us off here. Like I said, I wanted to curse it out. It's cider. It's what I wanted to do. Uh, I can't. Uh, I, I would like to apologize to our man and MacGyver himself. He took them a few weeks. And he did it right. He did it. He did what he was supposed to do. If he was going to make a cider, it's like okay, at least let's try make a good one. And in fairness to him, he did all right. So uh, 
And cider's got like it's still not going to compare to most beers that I have because I just don't really like. But as ciders go, it's probably one of, if not the nicest cider I've had ever. Oh. So even at that, like I mean, it's still. And I even said last week is like most most ciders I've had at best I'd get a just beer, but um, I I can't look under a brutal for this one. I Damn. am shocked. Damn. Happily shocked, but shocked. Nice. Loving that, Walshy. Man, MacGyver. <laughs> I, uh, I would, I would, I would row in behind you. I would say this is absolutely beautiful. It's, it's a high-end beautiful. I, I, something in me is never going to be able to give, um, an unbelievable to a cider. I don't know why. Um, and maybe that's a bit unfair, but, uh, it's, it's Moorish. I would easily drink plenty of this on a on a hot sunny day uh in by the fire watching watching a, a movie like any time of the day or night this is it's clean uh it, it is refreshing and it's really smooth so i'd say beautiful as well yeah i'll roll in behind you and i'm not gonna have any of your cider biased shit here that's an unbelievable <laughs> for me that is literally the nicest cider i've ever had really? and as I said at the start, I've started to see MacGyver's appear in like my local Duns and stuff where I do my food shop. I'll be putting a couple of bottles of that now in the fridge. A um, little bit, you know, the only thing I'm disappointed is, right, is that I'm discovering it in September. When, if I had discovered this in April or May, I'd have been stocking the fridge for all those lovely warm evenings after a hard day's work. And I'd have been chomping <laughs> away the bit with this stuff. But yeah, really enjoyed it. Can't wait to try more. Yeah, um... It's class cider. It's a beautiful for me as well, um, on the higher end. But it is a beautiful for me. It's class. It's really nice. Uh, we almost think, did it. We yeah, almost it did it. Almost. And Mark, almost. I, I won't lie to you, man. It's right on the fence. Before, like, it's so close. It's just I'm not the same. quite there. I am. Um, but that that I think the best two words we've used to describe this, Kenya, you were saying it is uh, clean and subtle. Um, it's it's such a clean clean drink. So it is. Um. I'd be more than happy to have a couple of them out. Like clean and subtle, ironically, as they are the two words that would never be used to describe any member of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or how any of us are after a couple of ciders. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, I'd, I'd be more than happy, Mark. Same as you. If I found this, I mean, I, it might be just the time of year. It's getting into September and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be off ciders for a while now. Maybe hit me up with this one again next, you know, May, and it could it could get a better rating, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it's just on that. It's just under it, so it is. Um, but yeah, definitely a beautiful, beautiful cider, so it is. So I guess I guess I'll try and finish up the rating then, the official rating with a, a terrible go at a Monaghan accent. Why? Um, it's from our marking. Why? Oh, it is our yeah. Sorry, it is. Sorry, I was stuck in Monaghan for a minute. All that good work um, undone by you and your yeah. lack of geographical awareness. <laughs> yeah. Once again, we've been yeah. screwed by Kinger not knowing what fucking county we're doing. Jesus Christ. I, it's usually not on this side of it, though. He's usually decent at this side of it. like. So, uh, MacIver's Medium Cider is after getting a beautiful written from the Crafty Crew podcast. That's very good. Well yeah, done. that's all right. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Monaghan won't be as good. (laughs) Uh, Mark, have you a little something for us this week? Well, well, well. You've come to rely on me for this section, haven't you? If you're not even even Mm -hmm. letting me butt in. Yeah, I do. I have a little five question quiz here. Um, (gasps) No way. Love it. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm becoming a stereotype, but I'm going to lean into it. Uh, this, This week's quiz... Has it been designed to stop me getting three in a row? No, no. It's a very fair quiz, and it's okay, about okay. both the counties. Okay, okay it's about Mon- it's a Monaghan and Armagh quiz. Okay. Oh, no. So we started off easy enough. So we're going the honour system, as we always do. Okay. Uh, and this is a 50-50. So I said it's a Monaghan and Armagh quiz. So which county is Navin Fort in? Who's going first? Uh, we go, well, she, you're going to go first. Where is Navin Fort? Morning. Uh Nally, where is Navenfort? Armagh. And Kinger, where is Navenfort? I was also going to say Armagh. Oh, lads, Navin's in me. What are you talking? 
yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, no, but 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 Navin Fort is in Armagh. Yes, very good. Um, yeah. So one point to King or Ali there. Uh, zero to Mr. Paul Walsh. <laughs> yeah. So for for years and years, what metal was mined in Monaghan? So maybe there was loads, but there was one particular metal that it was like big producer of. So we're going to go, uh, Nally, you're going first this time. Copper? Copper for Nally. Uh, Kinger? Brass came to mind. I have no idea why. I'll say brass. Cool. And uh, well, she. I was thinking steel. Steel. So, I don't know that so, you can mine steel or brass. Yeah, so they're Pretty both sure alloys. Can. I know, yeah. They're both alloys. Yeah. So I know. I, I, I'm the only one with a chance in this one, and I'm probably wrong, but I have De- a chance. Definitely, definitely you are, because the other two are wrong. But it's uh, it's actually lead. So oh, okay. Look, nobody gets any points. <laughs> um, no okay. fucking wonder they're mental up there. <laughs> so, again, we've another 50-50 kind of here. Okay. So, strap your thinking caps on. Which of the two counties... I've won the most All Ireland finals. Oh Lord! In is it me first? In in all sports or like which of the two counties have won the most GAA All Ireland finals? Yeah, but like men's and female are total. Which which of the two counties have won <laughs> yeah. the most men's GAA All Ireland finals? Okay, all right, okay, okay, that's fine. Thanks. You really, you really left me with no ambiguity on that one there, Nally, did you? No, it was, it was, um, there's too much to it. Like, it's, you know, ooh, have to check. I'll say Arma. Uh, well, she, you're up next. I was thinking Arma as well. Monaghan. Monaghan is my guess. Monaghan. Oh, Nally, that was a bad guess. It's Arma. Ah, well, it was worth a try. <laughs> I, got a, I, I got a point. So... From my count, it's one point to Walshy, one point to Nally, and two points to Kinger. So he's on on fucking track for it again. So Nally, you uh you out threw out the Seamus Heaney reference there with Brian Brewhouse earlier on. Mm. And um here's an here's a good question for you. So which famous Irish poet is from Monaghan? I'll narrow it down a bit. If you did leave insert English in any time in Ireland in the past forty five years, he was probably on the course. At any level. Okay, so which famous Irish poet was from Monaghan? Like, super famous, you know, you're talking top-tier Irish poet here. Um, it's question four, so that means you have to go first again, Walshy. Uh, I, I don't know any poets at all, so I'm going to go with MacGyver. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't even pick the county that the MacGyver cider was from. Fuck's sake, Walshy. I know, I know. Um... <laughs> I'm just going to tell Walshy now. I don't think it's going to affect Nally Kinger. Walshy, that's the wrong answer, unfortunately. Okay, um, Nally. Nally, I apologise if you were going to go MacGyver, but... Uh, <laughs> Shit, took it out of my head now. Uh, uh, Kavanagh, Patrick Kavanagh. Okay, and Kinger? Behan? Is it, is it Brendan Behan? Brendan Behan no, is an Irish name? poet, yeah. Is, it, is that your guess? That's my guess, yeah. Okay. It's the only one that I can think of. It was Patrick Kavanagh. Well done, Nally. Ah. Oh, back in it. 2-2. Two, two. Okay, so final question, right? And there is the typical, you know, Mark tiebreaker element to this. So, which county is bigger in terms of kilometer squared area? And what is the size difference? Okay, so the size difference will only come into it if if two, if everyone gets it wrong or, you know, if, if it's a draw, right? So, Nally, you're going to be going first, then Kinger, then Walshie. Yeah, yeah. So, I want which county is bigger for the point. And then, in case it goes to a tiebreak, I want the kilometer squared area difference between the two counties. Jesus, the kilometer squared area is the tough part of this, I think. I ha- I have That's my, a very tough part. I have, I have my guess for the other one, but I just can't think, like, how how big is kilometer squared? Like, what? I don't know. Is it is it an is it an athlone bigger than the other one, or is it several athlones? I don't know. <laughs> and speaking of that, I don't know the square kilometer of athlone anyway, so I don't know why I'm using that as a reference. Um, <laughs> the question the question was which one is bigger, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, do you want me to go? Yeah, Nally. What's go? your who's bigger? <sighs> Monaghan. 
And, and what's uh, the difference you're going to go for? difference I'll go for is... I don't know. 475 square kilometers? I don't know. 475 seems uh, okay seems Kinger. a lot now that i say it out loud but <laughs> i i so i'm glad he said that because i was going to say erma okay and i was going to say by 30 square kilometers okay and walshi i was going to go with monaghan and 20 okay well i have to say i'm going to accuse one of you of using wikipedia here because oh. It's Armagh by 32 square kilometers. Oh, Kinger. No way. Yeah. I swear fair to God. Play. I'm, I promise you. That's three it's three in a row, Kinger. And that was the fucking suspicious answer there. Fair this play. Is a game, if this was a game of Among Us, you'd be uh, you'd be kicked now for that one. <laughs> but, uh, well done, Kinger. Jesus. Three on the bounce. Fair play. And Excellent. Win. Excellent. Resident Monaghan, Egghead. Monaghan was wildly out for me, so... Uh, yeah, I don't know how big I don't know how big places are like. Just just for four hundred and seventy-five uh, square kilometers is yeah, a, is a pretty it's big. Pretty area, big, I like think. yeah, I, it's huge, like. But sure, I wasn't thinking. Uh, my my whole thought was uh, Armagh. I think is the smallest county up the north, and I was like, Jesus, it's probably a fair guess to be smaller than Monaghan. So, <laughs> just for context, Nally, you're four hundred and seventy-five kilometers. Monaghan is the size Tampa. of it. Is it? Is is twelve ninety five kilometers? So your one was like more than a third the size of Monaghan. So yeah, when you look at it, I know it's hard when you're guessing. I know, but when you look at it, it's kind of funny. Armagh could have been six hundred or so, you know eight hundred kilometers, and then I would have been pretty close. So you know. Uh, okay, look. Let's move on to our first beer or our second drink of the night. Um, so this is Imagine from Breton Brewhouse. So, crack them open, lads. Fuck. Jeez. Fuck. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Well, mine exploded, but it's a ah, New ah, England, ah. so... Bad. It was... The, the yeah. can tell it was quite, quite hard. Is it bad? Yeah, you got there. <laughs> There's actually a lovely story behind um can you imagine here and i tell you about it it's, ri- it's, it's written on the can right but uh unfortunately Walshy, you know shamelessly used it as his fact for monaghan because he's too fucking lazy to do that well you're just raging because you were going to say it probably now at this stage and, and i just got there ahead of you i'm just more annoyed at your of so obvious lack of um of commitment to your 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 supposed friends here while she you changed man you used to be cool. I can't make up something about that word. It's another uh, another generous pour from me. I have about one fifth beer and four fifths head in my San Miguel beer glass. Yeah, it's not gone a lot better for me here either. To be yeah, fair, same. It's, no, going, it's getting up bad. to it's getting up to half and half. But Kingers is all right though. Big juicy, able to p- no, pour man, those neepas. Pretty much, pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I, that's pretty bad. Uh, Mine speaking of a fucking flake. Speaking of big and juicy, I'm getting a big, juicy, earthy flavour off of it. Off the smell, anyway. I was going to say, you've been able to taste it. <laughs> yeah, the head. Uh, it is It is quite It is. It is quite a big, juicy smell, to be fair. Um, yeah. Which I think is probably which is probably fairly common in most Nipahs, right? Yeah, I think that's kind yeah. of the big the big thing with them is they are that they tend to be that more juicy kind of style. Um, you can definitely moving. smell the hops off it as well. Yeah, those New England IPAs tend to be mainly they tend, you know, yeah, they're they're quite hoppy, but they're they're hopped obviously during the boil and that. But oftentimes, New England IPAs get dry hopped as well, which is they're hopped during the fermentation process. So you know, fermentation, let's say for example, takes maybe ten days. After day five or six, you might intro an extra charge of hops in on it. Um, and it gives it that extra smell. It kind of makes the smell a bit more prominent because it's not all being taken okay. up in the boil. Um, and you get this yeah. thing, it's called it's called biotransformation. So the yeast actually um, interacts differently with the hops and gives you some of these some of these um, these flavors that you only really get in kind of like New England or dry hop beers. You can't really get them from hopping a beer normally, say, because it's part of the the interaction between the yeast and the hops that give it these these extra flavors. Okay. 
I've uh, I've recently tried Nally um, a New World Pale Ale with mosaic hops, oh, yes. and I see that mosaic is what was used here in this um, the Brehan beer, and I have to be honest, I can definitely get that earthiness from it, that kind of grassy hoppy earthiness. I feel it's coming more from the mosaic, and I think the juiciness from the citra. Would you say that's right? Uh, I'd say definitely the juiciness is coming more from the citra kind of uh, the citra kind of hops. They're that kind of um, obviously kind of citrus fruit kind of flavors. It gives it that juiciness and that roundness to it. That mosaic is kind of more the bottom end. I'd say that you're getting you know kind of earthy, kind of floral, but not too far either way. It's kind of in the middle of yeah. earthiness and a floralness, but it's it's more um, like if if citrus is kind of like a sharper kind of flavor, the, the mosaic is more kind of round in your mouth if that makes sense i will say one thing i was kind of excited and i knew it there was a bit of citra to it but then like looking at the can more it was like notes of peach mango and grapefruit as well on top of it which has me um quite excited because that's uh, a lot of things are right up my alley um just really quickly color wise it's um i mean it's not Drink at all see through <laughs> well the drink uh like it's it's very um viscous looking would that would, would that be one way of putting it yeah i'd say it looks I, a lot like the some of the citra dippers we've had mm. i i'd say it's it's a very like standard kind of new england ipa look like if you get put that down in front of me and say what style is it my first guess would probably be a nipa you know it's that kind of hazy light colored beer <laughs> yeah yeah with it with a head and a hazy light color like that's that's to me that's what kind of nipas are you know obviously some of the dippers that we've had have looked this kind of way as well but as we said before king yeah. those ones tend to be based off new england ipa beers anyway and um, the ones yeah. that we the ones that we tend to like more anyway um just one quick one last mention on on the head as well we've all got fairly big heads from the poor but um it's the first beer that I've had that reminds me very much of like a like a Belgian or like a wheat beer type of a head where it's like a lot it's it's a it's a very th- like the the texture of the head looks quite thick if that makes sense like yeah. the middle the middle kind of almost hardens a bit uh, I was also going to say it's probably just goes to show that we can't pour a drink for shit between the four of us <laughs> I don't know about that I think it's just the beer well, yeah. it's probably why you're what you're saying, but it's just more of a. I still haven't even got anywhere close to mine, and I've been scooping out half of the head. <laughs> but is that does that does that hard kind of a head like, or for want of a better word, is that from a particular um, ingredient in the beer or the way it's made, or? Um, it could be. It could be. So some of the malt tend to, you know, depending on what malt it is, like a two row. Munich malt, carapils, different things like that. Um, hmm. They can some of them hold head better than others. Um, like if the adjuncts that are in there as well, the other kinds of stuff that's in the grist. So like, if you have oats or you know rolled oats and different things like that in there, it can just lead to better head retention. Um, it's just okay. the pro. It's just the proteins that are in the beer. Um, and yeah. a lot of the time, why kind of New England beers that kind of hazier style tend to have bigger heads is you know, well, what I can see anyway, you know all the, the protein and stuff that's floating around in the beer, like, there's a lot of extra protein there that can be caught during the carbonation, uh, which could probably okay. hold, probably probably leads to hold a, a better head. That's me guessing now that last part, I'm not 100% on that, but it makes some kind of sense. <laughs> um, on taste then, like, again, another very fairly smooth beer, um, there's not a whole lot of carbonation going on from what I can I can pick up, um, and quite a quite a long lasting kind of an aftertaste with this, which I I'm assuming is the mosaic. Is that is that what that is? Yeah. So I have four words for this. It's rich. It's juicy. It's it's sweet and it's earthy. They're like the the four things yeah. I get. I get a richness from the strength of it. That kind of turns into like an orange juicy kind of juiciness. Um, you get the sweetness down of the orange juice. And then just as that goes, you get the kind of earthiness backdrop, which is kind of typical of the mm-hmm. style, as Nadia was saying, and definitely typical of these two um, 
or this blend of hops. Is this, is this, is this, um, <laughs> is this almost virgin on like, almost on like a dipper for you guys? Like it has that oh, yeah. boozy taste at the end that I'm, yeah. you know, almost like not... a vodka. Yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, like the heat, the heat, the warmth that we describe sometimes when we're talking about dippers and stuff. It kind, it's not quite there, but there's something there just at the end of it where it's a six point two percent, I think, like you know, yeah. which isn't yeah. quite. It's not quite in the dipper range, but with this, it's something at the end that you're getting that kind of boozy warmth in it. Now, not overpowering or anything, but it, it's there. Like you definitely notice it, as opposed to some of the mm-hmm. other beers we've had that are six point something percent, and you don't notice it at all. Yeah, I, I, no, I was just going to say, it's like, well, first when you said that, Nanny, I was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And then went back for a drink again. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, no, I do kind of get what you mean. Just at the very end, there's that kind of a bit of a, I don't know, like a kick. I'd say like a kick of alcohol, but that warmth that you had mentioned, there's definitely a small bit of it there to it. But whether they kind of try to take a small influence... Because it is six two, it's not small percentage either. But I think most of the most of New England's I've had are usually around a five to six ish range. I want to say the few I've had anyway. But I don't know. I definitely get that little bit of warmth. You meant you were on about like seven point five is your dipper kind of. That's your your percent. You hit that, you're a yeah. dipper. So this is six point two. I mean, American light lagers are generally about four. Most of the IPAs. 4.5 to 5.5 kind of so I guess mm. it's just tipping the top end but one thing I think that the citra hops and the mosaic hops while they do have their characteristic flavors they're nowhere near as like strong as in like a citra pale ale where you're just getting that blast of fruit flavor um, and we've had things before in this podcast with that earthiness where you know some saisons and stuff as well that will have that really rich, super strong flavor. And it's almost as if the two hops are quite muted here and we are getting their flavors, but maybe because they're muted in both cases, it's allowing a strength of the alcohol to come through. Then in another Mm. beer, maybe this hops are full flavored. You know, they're there at their full strength and that booziness is hidden. I don't know, I'm just kind of spitballing here with that. If you like... Like you said earlier, Nelly, if, if if someone put it in front of you in a glass and asked you to guess what style it was, you'd go New England uh, IPA. Much the same if somebody gave it to me to, to drink without telling me what it was, I would guess that's a dipper. Like that's it's 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 so characteristic of a double IPA. It's it's weird that it's not, you know. Um, which uh, which uh, like makes me wonder: is that a good or a bad thing based on? Uh, what it's supposed to be on the can or what it says it is on, on the can. Is it trying to be something that it's not? Do you know what else? It's like a dipper. I'm halfway through and it's getting quite heavy, like physically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. It's tough going. I'm kind of sad that it's getting uh, kind of heavy halfway through. It was really, really mm. good at the start. Like, um, you know, I think as I'm, going, as I'm going through it as well, the um, getting near and near the end, the kind of earthiness kind of, you know, stone fruity kind of flavors like that grapefruity kind of flavors coming out more than at the start where it was more you know citra mangoy type of things it's kind of getting more grapefruity and um i mean grapefruit's grand but if i wanted a grapefruit beer i'd go for a grapefruit you know like grapefruit beers are one of the few kinds you can get that actually exist that have grapefruit in them you know like uh brew dogs elvis juice and uh stuff like that that have grapefruit in them so you could get them whereas I'm not overly gone on that kind of flavour myself anyway I, do you know what it is I think um, if you don't take big mouthfuls of this if you take smaller mouthfuls the whole way down it's I think the taste stays the same it doesn't change too much if you don't gulp it you know yeah yeah maybe but then you're not, you know, you know, you're not getting both. No, sides I know you're that. not. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think, is, I think it's, it's um. 
I think uh, <clears throat> if you have to drink a beer in a certain way, the whole way down. I know. It yeah, can, yeah. It can, is it, it worth can, it? <laughs> it can do one, like in my opinion. <laughs> Fuck that noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of confused and maybe on the fence about this one. Um, started off liking it a lot. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not as big a fan of the, the earthy kind of like tones in 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 any beer really um like probably like the fruitier the better for me so that you know it's it's probably a case of like finishing a beer to the end but the start of this beer was a lot nicer than um halfway through already and now i'm assuming it's it's going to keep changing as i finish the glass one thing i've discovered kinger in last year or so on my journey towards early onset liver failure is that the kind of earthy farmyardy tastes and you can go way back to some of our early episodes in season one where I was like giving out about them. They're like a strong coffee or like whatever. They're an acquired taste a little bit. Mm. And when you expose yourself to enough of them, like a red wine or something, it does kind of give you a bit more of a palate for them and you start getting notes through it and stuff. And I think yeah, I don't mind the earthy flavors now. You know, they're grand. But one thing I didn't really expect them in is something that says a New England pale ale like um and this just gets heavier and the booziness is racking up which is pleasant in small amounts but too much booziness that and i'll just have a fucking vodka at that stage you know <laughs> i think i think the thing uh the thing mark you kind of you kind of nailed it there i think i was the same like i wasn't a huge fan of those kind of earthy tones and stuff but i think it's more like those earthy tones are kind of like the base you know and it depends on what you you layer on top of it so for example, this kind of one that has like citra or you know amarillo or something like those fruitier kind of hops layered on top of it, I'm I'm all for. I think they're class. And then, you know, I'm the other ones, the old, the more old school, like the East Coast IPAs, um, or sorry, the West Coast IPAs, uh, the old school ones, they're grand as well. But the the kind of earthy notes there are generally accented by like more kind of piney or tarry kind of hops at the top of it like mm. well not tarry but kind of piney or resinous-y kind of hops at the at the top of them which i think sometimes can be sometimes lend themselves better as a combination but uh yeah it's 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 yeah i really liked it at the start but i, I don't know I don't know <laughs> this will betray a lot about how i'm feeling about it right but i'm near the end now and Shall we get drunk at a wedding before the meal? Yeah. 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 And and then you go to yeah. have the soup, but you're pissed. So you're just, I know exactly what you you're mean. You're just chatting away to people and your soup goes cold. And then you're drinking like thick soup and you're like, I don't taste anything with this. I'm just putting it into me because it's yeah. the food. And you're like kind of choking it back and you're like, and it's mixing with yeah. the taste of your pint. And you're like, this is unpleasant to stop drinking. And then you stop halfway through, right? That, the last like third of this pint reminds me of that experience. <laughs> um, the, the, the bit I'll say on it is um, when we eventually got to start drinking it, uh, I, I I enjoyed it, but it was like, is it really? Does it really stand out against any other New England? I was like, I don't, I, I didn't think so. And then Nanny had mentioned about that kind of boozy, this taste at the end of it, and I copped it after. I noticed after he said it. Um, and usually I don't like that booziness in most drinks, but because it wasn't overly powerful, it's like, oh, okay, that kind of switches it up. But no more than what we've all said, you're like, you're about halfway through, you're kind of looking at it, it's like, oh, do I have much left? Not necessarily in a bad way, but like, you're like, I just don't know if I can drink any more. We mm. will, because we're yeah. heroes, <clears throat> but <Exactly>. you're like, <laughs> There's still a lot in that glass. I think we've bought ourselves enough time now that we can um, move on to the rating for uh, Imagine from Brett and Brewhouse. Um, Mark, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I'm right on the fence at how bad this is. Um, oh. But I like Brehan. And I'm going to give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt with this and just give it a booze. I will finish this, but I am struggling to finish it. Every mouthful, and I'm I'm taking big mouthfuls, Kinger. I'm taking small mouthfuls. Every mouthful's getting harder. It's it's 
pleasant. It's like a, a pint in quarters. The first quarter is pleasant. It's got nice citrus flavor with like earthy aftertaste from the mosaic and it's a kind of semi-complex beer that you're kind of enjoying. Then it starts getting heavy. Carbonation's way too low. It's very thick. The booziness piles and piles. My mouth feels right now like I've done a Sambuca shot. That's how my mouth feels. There's no clearance of it. like. So uh, yeah, that, this is a booze and it's lucky to be getting the booze for me, to be honest. Ooh, wow. Oof. Okay. Uh, Watchy. <clears throat> I'm kind of surprised by that. So you're saying that nearly the deciding vote was the fact of where it's coming from nearly? Not really. Like, I'm able to finish it. And to me, an unbearable is something that you, you literally stop and you're like, I'm not, it's not worth me finishing this. That, that makes sense. So that's kind yeah. of my, my drawn, my line in the sand with it, you know. I was mm. at the beginning and I was enjoying it. But it wasn't really standing out against other New Englands I've had. So I was kind of on the fence a little bit between two and then halfway I kind of brought it down. But I, I, I'm just going to go with it just bare. I don't, I still don't hate it by any means. It's still a, it's still heavy, but I, I, I don't think it's bad tasting at all. Even the booziness that I'm not usually accustomed to, uh, it's, it's, not to say it's like, because that doesn't make sense when you say it's boozy, but it's it's not a it's not heavily boozy like a lot of them dippers that I just can't can't struggle with. And I know this isn't a dipper, but it has that kind of a little little hint of it, which is fine by me. But even at that, it's just you know, there's nothing exciting about it really. Um, it's not bad. It's not great. It's just Meh. beer. Uh, cool. I I, um, <clears throat> I didn't know I didn't know what to expect of this when when I seen it was a New England IPA and the 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 ABV was so high. I I um, I was very optimistic coming into it. Um, initially, loved the smell. I thought right on dipper territory for for the smell, uh, dipper territory on looks and on taste. Initially, I was like, this is just short of being a lovely dipper. Uh, I don't know. I think booze is very harsh, um, and I, I I would have started on brutiful, but I would probably be more in line with a just beer for this. Disappointingly, because started off great. The more I drank of it, the more um, effort it was taken to finish it to to actually drink it. So um, I'd say just beer and um, a begrudging one at that. I would say. Nanny, just before you go, once again. As we say, pretty much every week between all of us, just goes to show how important it is that you finish your beer. Like I said, if you finish halfway through that can, there's a decent chance it was getting a lot higher than what it probably will. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, that's 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 the point I'm going to make as well. What you was just going to say, uh, if that can tasted the same from the beginning the whole way through, for me that's getting a really good rating. In this case, however, I'm not a huge fan of this one. Um, this is, uh, it's it's grand, it's grand. Like I drink a few of them, I, they're fine. Um, it's getting a just beer for me, but it's on the low side of just beer. Um, like, uh, no more than the last time, Mark. It's just a slight difference between where you are and where I am. Last time was just for really good reason, and we were just on the way of unbelievable and brutal. And this way, it's the other side of it. I'm just that slight bit ahead of you on it. Like, it's not great, but it's still just beer for me. I mean, I could I could have just went booze and just known it would have got just beer as the rating. But the rating can't be, you know, it has to be infallible. That's the only thing we're good at on this is rating beer. The rest of it's all shy talk and waffles, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop. So yeah, I'll I'll give it to just beer. Begrudgingly, I get to just beer for me though. <clears throat> that was a big turn. That was a big turn. All right, Kinger. So let's swing uh, it around and let's hear your best Monaghan yeah. rendition. Eh? <laughs> I don't know, Monaghan. Monaghan. It's, it's not. It's not too north. It's not too north. Oh, it is though. But they're real intense. You know like I mean? you know, Monaghan. How far in the army, by? <laughs> You see, you could go Donegal very quickly if you're not careful, which I feel like I'm going to do. Um, uh, Kiavan and Monaghan, they're, they're fairly similar. Uh, uh, 
So the the crafty crew are after giving Brehan Brewhouse's Imagine a just beer from the official rating system on the Crafty Crew podcast. It's too north. But you know what? I'll stick I'll stick with it. It's too north. Stick with it though. You can get one go there. That's yeah, it. Yeah, one go, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> right, it. before you go, lads, you're probably gonna know the answer to this. But Oh But I'm gonna throw a little joke here for you. Don't tell oh, the answer, no. don't spoil it for me, you all know it. What does a cow and Calvin have in common? No, I fucked it up. Damn it. No. <laughs> oh, no. I was going to use it for Calvin last week, uh, but it was too obvious. Well, she. No, I fucked it up altogether. Uh, finish I it. Fucked. Finish it out. No, it was meant to be what does a cow and Monaghan have in common? They're both close to Calvin. Oh, well, she. No, I, could do no- I could do nothing right. Jesus. Mark, you wanted to say something just uh, about two previous beers, was it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is hard, all right? <laughs> I don't know what he's disappointed okay. more about. So... That beer or me? <laughs> no, 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 this is this is unrelated to the two beers we've had tonight, okay? So, or really... me, just... Yeah, okay, it's unrelated to you as well, but you make everything okay. about <laughs> you in the end anyway, so, I mean, it's a redundant <laughs> statement. I don't know, Mark, have you met yourself? <laughs> I have, Walshy, and that statement about you is coming from me, so I think you need to take a good hard look at yourself. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the, the what's the word here? The paraphrase for horrible, terrible, awful, undelicious antithesis of what we want in beer on this podcast for many an episode has been Third Circle, Trinity Pilsner. Oh, um, yes. mainly all up to it. Mainly, um, you know, profligated yeah. by myself. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm right there, which yeah. I think on that one, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. However, I recently have had oh, no. the experience of having two other Trinity, uh, Ooh. Trinity oh, Brewery no. beers. Okay, third, third, oh, sorry, third circle beers. Yeah, I didn't even know the fucking name. Right That's now. how That's shit how it bad was. But anyway, I had two hundred third circle beers. So I had two, right? I have the cans here anyway, so I could show them off to you guys on the video sure. chat. So I had It's the Little Things. It's the Ooh, Little shit. Things, <laughs> which is a, vi- a Citra Micro IPA. And I had... The PLL. I'm, li- I'm literally telling you what they are. Just sit there and be quiet for a minute. I told you this is hard to do. <laughs> Sorry, Give me a sorry, fucking sorry. minute, Walshy. And I tell you, he always makes things about himself. Uh, no, it's just... Oh, I just like try oh, to half it, nearly guess what they are before. Is that what? Is that what? Is that what I have in work? Is that what I have in work? It's all about me. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Okay, so it, it's it's the little things, micro IPA, Citra IPA, and Catching Sunshine, which is a uh, brewing Mosaic New World Pale Ale, the one I kind of mentioned earlier, talking about the Mosaic hops in Brehen. And I have to say, while the Catch the Sunshine was a fairly standard just beer. This little, um, it's the little things. It was a lovely, beautiful, delicious beer that I highly recommend anyone who who want likes a kind of fruity, light um, session or a micro. This is a really good um, entry into the field. So because of that, because I've given uh, Third Circle their fair, like their fair due, um, you know, I, I feel like I don't hate them as much as I did. I feel like it's like made up oh. for the sins of the past a little bit. So obviously the podcast can't continue without a fucking slapping bitch of a brewery that we we constantly refer to you and something shit. So I have for you two suggestions that I'd like I'd like <laughs> you to decide on. Now I'm not going to tell you what the breweries are. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you that this that one of them is a brewery I've had eight beers from and eight times have been disappointed. Eight times. And another one is one I've only had one beer from them. But it was a beer on this podcast that relatively went down badly on this podcast. So do we go with the bad podcast beer or do I bring in a brewery from externally just to shit on? We go with the bad Extern- podcast beer because I think I know what it is. We all, I think we all know what it is. It's not going to be Craigie's Rosé Cider because we're not supposed to speak no, of that. No. Okay, so it's not that. I no. was going to say Shouting at Strangers. Yeah. Wylam, welcome to the fucking Wylam, bitch yeah. slapping zone of the Craft Crew <laughs> podcast. And until you decide to cop on and send us some free beers that are actually nice, Wylam is now the other word for wank. I, 
the only thing I'll say about Wylam, which is going to make it a lot, you know, probably last a lot longer for the poor fuckers, is uh, Third Circle, I think, are based in Ireland, and we can get that. Wylam is some fucking company over in England that we're probably not going to get as handy, so Wylam probably will. And, and they probably will have get, to send us those bears for them to get any hope of redemption. And guess where they're based? In the official, New- Newcastle, man. the official hated city of the podcast, fucking Newcastle. Newcastle. <laughs> Newcastle. So as we as we uh, indoctrinate uh, our newest uh, wank brewery into the Crafty Crew Hall of Fame, um, <laughs> we'll call we'll call we'll call an end to the episode there. Uh, next week we are in Down and Antrim, um, so you know uh, I'm going to go and watch the rest of the Ireland game with Eamon Dunphy, and I know. Uh, Paul Walsh will probably be doing the same thing, I'd say. Honda Dunphy. I, 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 have, I, I officially found someone that I hate more than Emma Dunphy. No, I he didn't. 100%, and it's the easiest decision. And his name is Graham Soonis. <laughs> but I don't think you'll ever big him up. Graham Soonis is a legend. Do you know, do you know, uh, do you, do you know why... <laughs> Do you know why while she hates Graham Souness? It's because he finally watched that clip of Eamon Dunphy putting Graham Souness in his place. <laughs> How many years, Nally? How many How years? Many years? Oh, it's been 63 years, so it has, baby. 63 years. <laughs> I'll wrap the episode up, so it's a goodbye from Nally, goodbye from Mark, goodbye from Walshy, and from myself, Kinger, a.k.a. Every time the wind whispers through the trees, I hear it say your name, Big Juicy. See you next week. <laughs>